Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Welcome, Welcome back, back, Lydia. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. I had, uh, I had concerned messages from, uh, from, uh, from fans. I appreciate you guys. Lydia was in a bit of a downward spiral, kind of hating life. But I'm back to normal now, so I am okay. Thank you so much for reaching out. Very much appreciate it. And obviously, you guys, thank you for, for you know, supporting me during that difficult time. That was rough. It's but always I- okay to take a break when you need it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and then I caught COVID, and then I like lost my mind a bit. So, But uh, it's come back a little bit, so I'm kind of excited for that. The mind has come back? The- not COVID. No, not COVID. My <laughs> mind. My mind. Yes. No, I just, I broke it broke. I think society is starting to break apart and, you know, everyone's starting to feel the burn of, mm. you know, late stage capitalism. But anyways, not a big Definitely. deal. We are okay. I am okay. Thank you so much. Everything uh, is beautiful. Yay, you're back. Yay. Okay, All right, guys. We love our little perverted Mamalu. That's here. right. Oh, yes. Thanks, Props to you. I know. Sometimes I'm it's like, do I even make a difference on this planet? But I guess I do of a little bit. Of course you do. Thank you. So do you. Every. So we all make a difference. Yes, I think so. We all make somebody you. smile. You got it. You got it. Exactly. Right. Sorry, there's okay, an ant friend, on my what foot. Are you doing? There was an ant on my foot, but it's gone now. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Springtime. I know. Uh, I have a. I have this stupid freaking plant in my in my front yard that I keep trying to kill and it keeps it's like it's like the one that looks really pretty and it's like but like to get to, to open you need ants to like uh, like eat it here have that one I have no idea what the hell you're it's so about. stupid are they the peonies that's the one <gasps> I, I love them. them though they're so beautiful they're poofy and nice for like two days but like, so they don't work unless ants. Ants them? have to like eat at them for it to open because it's like a hard ball of green shit. And then ants Ooh. are like, eh, eh, eh. and then and then it opens up, and then you're like, oh, this is nice. And then it rains, and it's like, you're I'm like, sure that's exactly how. You gotta it's cut them going. when they open, and then bring them in your house, so you can I have never beauty. Thought, I never thought of that. I guess I could should do that. We could also just dig them up and give them to Diane. I literally have to. Where am I gonna plant them? On the concrete balcony? Yeah. They have things called plant boxes. Yeah, but peonies can't grow in a planter box. They're too big. They're humongous. Yeah. I'm sorry. Every time you say peonies, I just... Peonies. (laughs) (laughs) Blossoming peonies. You just gotta lick it and then it opens. (laughs) Yeah. See, I was thinking it was more of a a metaphor for something else that you have to lick and then it opens. Oh, oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm back, everybody. Yeah, 100% complete now. If anyone wants a peony, feel free to dig it up because I hate it. I've tried to kill this plant so many times and it how, keeps coming back because I just rip it out and it's oh, like okay. <laughs> you're like oh my god anyways where did it even come from it came with the house oh so yes because I've been I don't know if you saw like mom attempted to plant some weirdness there no no I even came to my house and planted weirdness in the front and I'm like I hate this planter box so much I am not a 
farming person. That is not in me. I don't have a green thumb. I couldn't give a shit about plants. I eat food that comes from plants. But that's where I Remember draw the at line. At one point, you wanted to rip up all your lawn and just plant clovers. clovers I still so want to do that. You wouldn't have to mow it. I still, I'm going to do that eventually. Or, or moss. Or moss. That would be good. But yeah, I, I like am. those purple ones, those purple plants that, you have that just kind of like grow all over and cover. What? It's like a weed. Like that house that's on upper whatever. When you come up the mountain, it used to have that, all those purple little tiny flowers. And you don't have to like water it and stuff. I have no idea. Is, it, just is that clovers? Spread. It's not clovers. No. I know what is you that mean, close so. to where you live? It's like instead of grass, it's like ground cover, and it's just like it's these cool. plants that have these little like purple things in them, and then they just grow like weeds essentially. I would like that. That would be nice. Yes, I've paid by law. Too many fines because my stupid grass. So I would. But like you know that. who would appreciate this sustainable lawn option? Who? A goat? Jesus? Hanson. Hanson! <laughs> See, way to put a faster goal. Way to do that, Diane. Diane's so good. Okay. See? Umhops. Okay, they go. Do some Wait, who, all right. I have a beer. It's called Umhops. All right, so who's, who's taking control of this episode today? Okay. Dee, whatever. go. I would just thought I would get us to steer okay. us towards the topic of like, the day. Full oh, circle. I feel like we've already Beautiful. lost some people with the peen and vagine and then yeah, yeah, for yeah. these okay. type of. Um, no, did we lose that? Because our podcast is all about this kind of things. We go on a rant, tangents. We do lots of fun things like that. Sustainable lawn options that don't require water waste yes. are something that Hanson would totally be into. I agree. Uh, they're from Oklahoma. Yes. They're environmentalists, right? They're environmentalists. Sure. But Dee, why are we talking about Hanson? Well, you know I'm what else Hanson would be interested in? Their new album. That's right. <laughs> and people reviewing their album. You got it. That's what we do here at Boy Band Break. So Chizia, so, get yes, us on so, that horse. Get us uh, on that track. Friday, May 20th, Hanson has released another album. Uh, and it is called The Kiki by You. Yes. <laughs> for absolutely no reason. Like, oh. Why did she bite you? I don't know. Did you see her? She was like, oh, <laughs> like offended and hurt. Oh, I did not see that. Sorry. It is called. <laughs> so, well, this one is called Red, Green, Blue. Hope you're um, okay, Dee. I'm fine. Did your cat attack you? Yes. yes. Oh. That's why she, she made her face. That's why she made yeah. the face. I literally said I wasn't looking at oh. you. There. 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 See? <laughs> Everyone <laughs> saw you now. Unless you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know if Hanson has cats. They definitely have lots of children. They got a lot of children. I know that yes. for sure. So, keep uh, talking. Quick okay. recap on Hanson. Who just, are just these super people? quick? Uh, so, they are obviously an American pop band from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Isaac Hanson, Taylor Hanson, and Zach Hanson. Um, and then they have been touring as a band since 2007. They're the guys with the long hair oh, no, and the Ed Umbop as Sorry. Single. They are best known. Yes. So they're best known for their 1997 hit song, Mba mm. from their debut album called Middle of Nowhere. Yes. And, that and that's the only song that I remember. <laughs> There's lots of other songs. Uh, they are currently with Island Def Jam, I believe. Nope. They parted ways. Okay. They sold lots of millions of albums. <laughs> They're they, with, uh, I'll tell you. Wait, I can tell you. They, Hang on. It's going well. Cooking by 3GC, 3 Car Garage. That was oh, yeah, 3 Car Garage, yeah. yeah. So anyways, they had, um, in the early years, they had a bunch of albums. They had Boomerang, 
uh, which came out before they were famous. That's right. That's and then they had Mbop. Yep. Uh, and then they had Middle of Nowhere. They had Snowed In, which mm-hmm. was their Christmas album, yes. which is one of oh. the best Christmas albums. That's the one that you guys love, and you're always saying, no. like, when we went to the concert, you thought that they were going to perform some of those songs, but then yeah. didn't end up doing that, yeah. They yeah. did not, because they had released a new Christmas album. Like, the day before. Uh, then they had oh. Three Car Garage, that so was that was in 98. Live from Albertane. So Albertane is... Um, there's, they have this like secret bonus track, Man from Milwaukee. Yeah. And then this guy was from this outer space place called Albertine. So that's 98. Uh, this time around. This is where Hanson this is took their a turn. Much, this is their second studio album. So this was like the main hmm. release. And then it kind of, after that, then they kind of died off after that. They didn't die off. They well, just, they, they did just it. got so, weird. Yes. They got weird. Okay. Uh, so then Hanson in 2004 released Underneath, which I definitely do not recall this album. No. It was their first independent release. Uh, then 2007, that's when we finally met them for the first time. That's when they released The Walk. Mm-hmm. So that was, um, yeah, so that was kind of, it was another independent album. That was kind of like their more... Um, woke album i guess and they used to do these walks in each city they went to so you would walk barefoot without shoes down the street and i believe it was they were raising money for the tom's shoes yeah it was kind of like that type of and thing. like where like so they send footwear over overseas so to like feral yeah. countries and stuff i guess they've never been to hamilton i would not walk barefoot in hamilton yeah, we did not i met them i have a very bad picture of them with my eyes closed it was just like it's but you know whatever anyway so um then so if you're a Hanson fan and you're on their website they release albums every year or every other year or something so they also have uh shout it out from 2010 anthem from 2013 finally it's christmas from 2017 so that's the last time lydia and i saw them in concert so i didn't realize they were doing a middle of nowhere concert um a few months before so by the time i found that would have been like, lovely to know like the day of the show and it was totally uh sold out so we're like okay so we're like oh we'll go to this christmas one because they have a great christmas album not realizing they had released this new album the day before so we knew none of the songs and if anyone... but everyone in the audience was like blah, blah. And i'm just like okay all right so also we were also late to the concert and then also we were sitting far away um and also i took an expensive nap yeah this, yes. is, this, this, this was like the best story Chizia! the thing is guys like Chizia, I, you're I'm, falling asleep i paid for this seat <laughs> i could do whatever i want with it and then i went to the bathroom and then run run rudolph was then i was like yeah but anyway so um i'm not a fan of christmas music to begin i think you did that the same thing at the jonas brothers concert it was not. Weird. And at the Final Fantasy VII Okay, you know what? Maybe if people like to take good naps during con- the music just soothes the soul. You could just listen to a CD. But then I won't have a nice, uncomfortable this seat. The ambience. I need everyone to watch me sleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, just that, yeah, sorry. So we didn't really like that album as much, but maybe... It's a lot more religious-y, like, boring, Ruth Roll, I don't know. Uh, then they released Sing- String Theory in 2018, Against the World in 2021, and now we're at Red, Green, Blue in 2022. So... God bless them for, for just... Trying, for trying something. Yeah. For, yeah. you know, putting more songs out there for their fans to enjoy. You know Honestly, and they're very good with their fans and their family. And this is like a whole thing that they've kept up. So the hand, don't they have Jamaica the friends fans called? I don't know if they have. 
panties for this. I don't think so. Anyway, so yes. for so if you're part of the Hanson fan club, they do have a lot of exclusive things. I, if I'm not mistaken, they do like free meet and greets as well. Free, but you have to like be a member, and then they just try to like space it out, and they use whatever. It was like I think it's like twenty dollars a year or something for the fan club. You get this like bonus little like track CD things like that. But they also yes, they also do the Jamaica thing. So every yeah, January, yeah. so it's kind of like a cruise on land. So you get to an all inclusive resort. It's like four or five days and you're there and then they do concerts and they do things like tie dyeing and other stuff. So there's like fun events. So it would be something fun to do. It's just been a little pricey. So I'm like, I wouldn't mind checking it out, but also it's a lot of money. So Mm. it's a very nice resort. I've seen pictures and stuff and it looks good, but also Mm. like, eh, don't have budget for that right now. So anyway, so that's Hanson. So because this album just came out yesterday, Normally, when we do an album review, I pull up my trusty Wikipedia page and then go through all that stuff. So uh, Wikipedia is not updated yet. um, But even the last album hasn't been updated on Wikipedia. Hanson fans, what are you doing? Hanson fans, you're sleeping. You'll be wilding. Wikipedia filled up. So yeah, anyway. So, uh, but luckily, Spotify does have a thing that tells you who the artists are. Thank you, Diane, for finding that out. So we're going to go to that. But first, I just want, I don't know, do I need to share the page? You can, okay. yes. On what page? The the Grammy thing. If you're just gonna read it, I mean. I'm just gonna read. Okay, so there's two two articles I found about uh, like uh, red, green, blue, but oh, I also know I mentioned this before. There was a band that came out. Was it Moist that had a red, green, and blue album? I don't know. RGB is a very popular oh. thing. That's um, in one of in one of the interviews. Sweet Lights. sweet Zach said that they picked red green blue because you can make every color from those colors and i'm like no, you my cannot. sweet sweet man no. green is not the color no. yellow is the color that's that correct. you need that's correct for, as a primary color that's but, correct yeah well at least he tried to come up with an explanation but that's like you can make you. most colors from them but like and you know there's yellow in green because green and blue and yellow make green but yeah that's not like you know what maybe he meant like the old tvs remember when you used to like stare at the little like yeah the little screen yeah. squares that shit. no diane's looking at us like yeah why would you stare at a little square on a tv this was before the time of these internet are like those big wooden tvs right remember mm-hmm. that yeah and then if you go up really 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 close you could see the red green and yeah. blue yeah if you write up the pictures this is a common thing that people did this was before the uh, one time we I well. actually took a magnifying glass to do that. Um, do not recommend because then it had like a black spot that I like fucked up the TV in the corner. That was you! <laughs> so I was just like, oh, I can see the colors. Yes. Yeah, so uh, do not recommend. I didn't know that was you on the TV. I was like, oh, what is this? What, what happens if I look at it now? So I'm just a curious child. No, okay. anyways. Didn't they recommend that you don't sit so close to the That's TV? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, you, they didn't have remotes and you'd have to go and like turn yeah. the knob and shit. So yeah. Like, I feel I'm like we're dating ourselves, man. Like, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> had to be on channel three to play video games. Uh, yes. There was no HDMI, guys. You don't know how good you have it. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're referring to. So I'm just going to read maybe. the beginning of an article. I'm not going to read the whole article because it is a Q&A. So maybe, I don't know, maybe if we have questions later, we can look it up. But sure. uh, essentially, so this one is from the Grammy, uh, the Grammys website. And it says, 
why Hansen decided to go solo for Red, Green, Blue, and how they found togetherness because of it. The Hansen brothers, Taylor, Isaac, and Zach, gave Grammy.com an inside look at the challenging but rewarding process behind their new album, Red, Green, Blue. Uh, after 30 years as a band, 30 years, like, wow. That's pretty awesome. Granted, they're brothers, so, like, obviously they were around yeah, yeah, you know, the whole time. Yeah. But that's still, that's a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, Hanson created an album in a way that they've never done before, Going Solo. I wonder if they've ever actually done it. What does uh, that mean, Going Solo? Yeah, they had two like, independent albums. No, I think they mean solo from each other, not as a group. Because, like, I don't think... So that, each section is them being solo? Timberlake out of this group, right? No. Oh, well, so I mean, always I mean I'd there. say if anyone had the chance of Justin Timberlake, it would have been Taylor. Obviously, but, Taylor, because uh, he's the lead vocalist and yeah. stuff, right? But they're kind of more like a Moffitt's, you know, where you play your own instruments and do your own thing, right? So they had, obviously, Taylor was vocals, Isaac was guitar, Zach was drums, like... So, yeah, yeah. But they also all sang, kind of like the Jonas Brothers and everything like that, too. So I don't understand. They, they went solo, like... Each person. So it's so oh, no in their section. How about I, how okay. could I read Sorry. the yes. thing? Read the okay. thing. I'm with you, Lydia. I was with you. Don't worry. Okay. The sibling. So if you just listen to the album, you might not know this. You might just think, okay, this is songs that they did. I, I did. So, yeah, that's what. So this is the background here. Okay. So the siblings trios, the sibling trios latest release, Red, Green, Blue, is amalgamation of a five song mini album created by each individual brother. Okay. So there's 15 songs, technically uh -huh. 16, but one is a demo of the other one. So, oh, that's so each five so songs is one brother. So red is for Taylor. So that's not to be confused with Taylor Swift's red album. Oh, Somebody made too many joke Taylors and reds. Uh, green is for Isaac <laughs> and blue is for Zach. Now you still remember who everybody is, right? Of course I okay. do. Um, yes. I will tell you guys at home who is, is the older, I can't... <sighs> No, I gotta watch my words here. We used to call him Isaac the Camel for some Yeah, reason. I know I Isaac. Why. Yeah, the <laughs> older like a camel. I honestly don't even know where you know like sometimes you make like an inside joke and it just sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No idea. Mm -hmm. Isaac was the quote unquote ugly one. Older brother type. But I guess. the older brother type. Then there was Taylor who was like the heartthrob with the long hair. Also looked like a woman. Like Yeah, was, I know. There was lots of jokes mistaking them him for yeah, a, girl. a lot of like, oh, I love the girl and Hanson. They're like they're all boys, you know. Oh god. Oh god. Yes. <laughs> and then of course Zach was the wacky the one. Wacky young one. Wacky young crazy, like animal from the Muppets. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes, so, so. so that's if that helps you guys at all. Okay. Anyways, go now ahead. they all have shorter hair. I think I think does exactly. it help more? Father yeah. Time has they all have has a, us all. They have a lot of children. I feel like Taylor's up to like seven ish. Oh. So do they have like eleven or twelve between them? There's lots of kids. Lots for of sure. lots of handsome kids. Oh, yeah. yeah, good for them. They're enjoying life. Good for them. Christian and yes. you know. Okay. Yeah. So back to this album. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so red for Taylor, green for Isaac, blue for Zach. Each brother wrote and produced their third of the album entirely on their own. Uh, with the help of Grammy Award-winning producers Jim Scott and David Garza, which has which was new territory for the familial familial group, okay. but that doesn't mean it's any less Hanson. In fact, it may be their most Hanson record to date. Uh -huh. okay. You really hear the creative voice of each guy in a different way. Taylor suggests during a recent Zoom interview with his brothers, fans that have followed us for years have understood this idea 
of that's sort of an Isaac song or yeah. that's sort of a Taylor song or a Zach song, or at least that that's sublimally been around in the sound of our work. It's us working together in a different capacity. Red, Green, Blue provides Hanson fans with a chance to get lost in the uniqueness of each brother's voice and musical talent. After all, they each sing, songwrite, and play instruments. But their unmistakable bond in chemistry is as vibrant as ever thanks to their signature harmonies, which appear in varied ways across every track. So even though it's their own, they're like the lead singer of that song, uh -huh. there's also lots of them together on the song. So it's not I was like, gonna say, like, how is one person singing and like it's like it's like don't listen to the song, but can you do on the drums and then just send it to me and I'm just going to like repeat it? I think they still recorded it together, but I just feel that their particular album, they were the lead singer for that. Well, of course. Those five songs. Okay. So, yeah. So, I'm, it's I, not, it's solo, but together. So, they, you know. Color me confused, but okay. Keep their on. unmistakable bonding chemistry is as vibrant as ever thanks to their signature harmonies, which appear varied in every track. Uh, and then this kind of kind of goes into a Q&A with them about the solo album and stuff. So I'm not going to get into that. But it's a good read, Grammy.com. But it's a good read on Grammy.com. Uh, and then there was another one that they posted. So it is from Riff Magazine. Magazine. And it's review. Hanson Breaks Apart comes together on red, green, and blue. And that's by Mike DeWald. Uh, I'm just going to do a really quick beginning. Why do they say like breaks apart? Because they're... Cause a color spectrum, when it hits a light, it breaks, like kind of like a rainbow. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like, it breaks into their own little things, but they're all together as one light, is what I'm assuming. Got it. Okay. Each member did five songs, and then they smooshed it on Here, let me an album. Let me, uh, I don't know, sometimes the headlines are interesting. And misleading. Interesting, yes. Yeah, no, I, get you. I feel you. I feel you. This one, just so you can see what the album looks like. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's like, you know, so just kind of like an old TV screen type thing. Red is Taylor. Yes. Green Isaac, blue Zach. Okay, so uh, to celebrate their third decade as a band, a pop rock trio, Hanson flipped the script entirely for its eighth album. So here they're saying they're only eight albums. So maybe the other ones were EPs or whatever. Okay. Um, Red, Green, Blue is a cohesive release made up of three separate creative endeavors. Each band member and Handsome Brother took the reins to write and produce their own collection of songs, Taylor's Red, Isaac's Green, Zach's Blue. The album comes two years after the group opened up the vault for a perennial collection. The unique new format combines members' individual voices, but still feels like a collective band effort. It's actually a, quite an impressive feat with just what a career the band that first broke onto the scene with Umbop has carved for itself 30 years later. There's even a variety within each sub album, I don't know if you, uh, each spanning five or so tracks. Not one of the brothers sticks to any certain style or genre. Instead, all three opt for a blend that represents his creative touch. Taylor Hansen's Red, not to be confused with Taylor's Red, Taylor Swift, uh, tends to lean more towards a rootsy Americana and country lane. Uh. Okay, um, this is a music video that they... That, yeah, did watch that I did, I did. So it's, that's their second I have single, comments Don't make. Let Me Down. This is one of the Zach songs. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of goes into each tracks and stuff. So I don't know if we care. I don't know if you want to compare what this guy says when we say what we say. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. I feel we'll see like we're already, we're already... All right, few, so we're going to just go back. So now we are going to start. In, so we probably should start. Okay, so let us start. Okay. So... Child at Heart is the first song. And let me look at the credits. 
So it's performed by Hanson. It was written by Taylor Hanson. So the album starts off with the red. So these first with Taylor is Taylor. Okay. Uh, it was produced by Taylor, Jim Scott, David Gerza, and uh, it's with 3CG Records, so 3 Car Garage. That's with the 3CG. For those, that's how they first started music back in the day, because they had a three-car garage that they would perform in, and yes. which actually seems quite large. And yeah, you know what? That's very privileged. That's very nice. I wish I had three-car garage. Damn. All right. So, Child at Heart. Uh, I said this was the first single. Um, it was kind of catchy, but it had a weird music video. I don't remember if you guys saw that one. That's the one that kind of looked like, like he was being abused or beaten up or something. Probably not, but yeah. I, uh, yeah, did, how do we want to do this? Like, so there you go. So there's that. So that's all the notes I wrote there. Okay. So yeah, so Chinzia, Lydia, me, and then Diane. The same way uh, we've done then, it, right? The Riff Magazine guy says, Travel uh, Apart. We, we, all, we okay. all should probably okay. say our feelings and then go to this person. Okay. Is that fair? One line, but yes. Okay, go, go ahead. No, go. What is your what? Okay, read the Child line. at Heart opens things up with a subdued, subdued classic rock heavy on harmony. That was his thing on that. Okay. Now you. Why do we care about okay, this guy? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> we don't have to. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Well, Child at Heart, I have, I said, like the retro kind of vibes. It's not bad. I I cried a little bit at the music video. I got it. It made, it resonated with me. Essentially, it's a, it's like, You've, you've, I feel like everyone's experienced this when like you're just so tired with life you know what I mean because like all these things like Taylor looks so tired in that video and that was intentional right like he didn't wear makeup intentionally like he looked like beat up intentionally right because like and then like in the music video like the guy's like excited to like be proposing to his girlfriend and then he ends up at a bar he ends up getting beat up he ends up being like he ends up being like near death on a stretcher like that's why you see like the you know um you know him bloody and he has like the he has like the you know flowers. The, the flowers like as if he's ready to die as if he's ready to kind of just give up on everything and then like the kindness of one person holds his hand and then he's just kind of like reinvigorates back into life so like i thought that was like really like powerful um and like kind of like it's like the message of like you know things do get better so i thought like i will say that is the only positive thing for this album that's one song the rest of it is just gonna go into a spiral of Ugh. but uh, that one song was good that's in my opinion all right okay um so i feel like i'll be on the same wavelength as you with this album okay. um by the end i was like 16 songs is a lot it's too much way too much um uh, i think 12 is a good number yeah so maybe like they could have done like four or three or four for each person yeah. and then yeah sure that is um most albums are like between 12 and 15 like people just don't have the attention span for it like that's yeah. my opinion but and then i felt like i kind of felt like they all sounded similar as well and i was just like oh my gosh okay yeah so what i saw was it was not bad um it kind of sounded familiar to another song or maybe i'm just like making that up but it kind of sounded similar to something else that I heard. So. I thought that, but then I realized, I think it's just because I had already watched the music video a couple of times before. So mm. maybe that's why it sounded familiar, but I don't know. Oh, maybe. Familiar. Yeah. Um, but yes, there was a lot of backlash when that music video came out too. Really? Because 
they just showed like him all bloodied and then people are like you need yes to for domestic violence and things like that but if you watch the video she didn't really beat him up no he just got beat up at a bar so yeah yeah. i I, I guess people are a little bit more sensitive to to blood and gore nowadays which is a good thing we Mm -hmm. if we're desensitized to that stuff i think it's it's like a slippery slope down to like running man if you ever watched the running man Hmm. It's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where like it's a show about people killing each other on television and everyone's like that's fine is that what that movie's about? yes oh, I have no idea. anyways okay. so like it's it's good that, that we're, we're like oh my god that's still gross but also like guys watch the video like it'll make sense mm. anyways deep yeah. sorry um, so did you finish your thoughts? On- yeah that was it yeah. okay good go ahead yeah I- I'm gonna start by saying this okay if you this is boy band break okay yeah um we like boy bands yeah yes hansen was always kind of on the borderline of like are they a boy band or are they not a boy band i was literally thinking but i think we can all agree that boy bands perform a certain style of music that you would Mm -hmm. probably put in a pop category although i don't know then people argue that like pop just stands for popular but I, there's a there's a, under rock in case you're wondering i'm like really what I'm like no okay no. but i think you all know what we mean when we say like pop music like it's, it's definitely evolved into a its own genre mm-hmm. and this doesn't really fit in that genre um so it's not, not exactly at all. music that we oh. are like that falls into like the type of music that we like to listen to Mm -hmm. um so when you're asking someone who like if i was to ask someone who was like i have a metal podcast and i talk about like slipknot and all this corn and all this shit and you're like listen to this backstreet boys album review it obviously they're gonna think it's not good yeah okay Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna preface everything that i say Okay. Yeah. With like, I am not a fan of this type of music normally. Yeah. And I think I understand how, as an artist, especially especially Hanson, considering that they started so young, um, and were immediately placed in that boy band genre, even though they didn't really want to be there, and yeah. were always trying to be like, we're not. That. We're not part of that. That's a man right? group. Because there was such that was yeah. a similar quote from back mm-hmm. in the day. But like, technically, we should be boy band because we're boys in a band. But they and they should be called man groups because they're older and they sing and perform. So Hanson has always been more of a band type group. But I feel like when they had the big success, the umbops and where's the love and all that stuff, it was definitely more poppy. And that's why, and because all the other boy bands around at that time, they just threw them in there with them. So yeah, technically, but yeah. if you would compare them to like the Moffats and the Jonas brothers, which are all similar type groups, I would mm-hmm. say the Jonas brothers are more pop, more like well, the Jonas brothers kind of started out in the same way that Hanson did where they were like, no, we're not, they wanted to be more of like the, rock, not rock, but like, yeah, alt rock, soft rock, whatever you want to call it. Pop, even if you want to call it pop rock, it's not pop. It's not boy band, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
but then Jonas Brothers just when they got when they signed with Disney and then just kind of got pushed into that boy band lane, they kind of just went with it, and now mm. they just like embrace it, and they still do a similar like style style where they're like playing their instruments and their their songs definitely have a more rocky type sound Mm -hmm. to it they're not doing choreo and shit you know yes but it's still in the pop vein i was thinking a lot when i was listening to this album about harry styles and how like he came from one direction and what he's doing now is a much more like folky kind of like alternative music but it still falls in the pop genre like he's doing what he wants to do while still playing to his fan base Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and still playing to like this is going to be on top 40 radio kind of thing i don't think hansen's doing that which like cool props to them Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. think they're making this music expecting it to be played on top 40 radio no i don't think so no um Like, this is the kind of shit they play at, like, Starbucks at 10 a.m. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, This is not, you know, this is not the kind of music that we're into here. So I'm just going to preface all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that I'm going to say from here on out with that. Yeah. Like, this album was not made for me. Same. True. Yeah. 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 I have... No tingle and bingles. This is just like I'm in my feels. I'm sad in a meadow kind of. More that's like where they're, I... they're kind of more into the whole singer songwriter, folky. Not really country. I know that when I said country, but I'm just like that's what it is. It's no, not... there's some country vibe to it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's right. it's a it's specific like hipster style of music yeah. that yes. is not yeah like yeah. independent artist maybe yeah you know? yeah. But they, they can't be independent artists. Like they were from the but it, top. But it works for them, and that's and that's what is their and their fans love it, right? I'm assuming their fans also I'm, love yeah, it. That's why assuming. they keep making, yeah, because they keep making those kinds of songs. True to their album. Heart. So. And I guess maybe like if you have seven kids or whatever, you don't really have time to be like a mega famous pop star that like has. Niggas. you know whatever like maybe just the the crowds at the airport and the crazy like the crazy fans and all that stuff and it was like stadiums and lots of stuff and maybe that's just not them and they're cool where they are and i think that's probably fine they made their money anyways all right anyway so it's still song thank you diane Diane. yes long story short um here comes the pain (laughs) specifically the first part the red part woof yeah Um, agreed oh my god it gets i feel that the isaac and the zach parts are better yes personally for me um (laughs) for me personally i feel that the isaac and the zach parts are better whoa the taylor part is it's and you expect more best. from Taylor because Taylor's I the like one. Taylor's is supposed to be a lot more emotional or something. I don't know. It's just, Maybe. Um, and granted, and again, and take everything I say with a grain of salt because I was very stressed out when I was listening to this album. And Why? 
I just a lot. And oh. then um, I did not like the first few ones. And then I realized, and then afterwards, then I was like a little more calm and then they started getting better. So I'm like, I don't know if it was just my feeling was better or the first few songs were that terrible. But anyway, so the next song is called Rambling Heart. Well, the second song is Child at Heart Demo, which is just kind of more of an acoustic version of it. So. It was him doing it in his kitchen while his kids were going Rah! in the background. There you go. So the uh, second song is Rambling Heart. So again, that is also written by um, Taylor. And um, I wrote, I didn't write a lot. Again, I was in a bad mood at this point. I just wrote Rambling Song. (laughs) (laughs) Lydia, do you have anything you would like? Really really quickly about the Child Heart demo. I thought it was cute. It was like a little window of like what an artist is like creating music in everyday life. I thought that was cute. But Mm -hmm. um, anyway, sorry. Number three, Rambling Heart. I wrote very pretty song. And then I quote, raised on the road. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That was like the lyric that stood out for me. Yes. Go ahead. Um, I wrote, I also just uh, short and sweet and to the point. Um, I thought it was okay. Um, I hoped that it would be better along the way as I listen to the more songs. Mm. D? Uh, yeah. I, you know what I was thinking during <laughs> the Taylor section? I was <laughs> and and my to all of the songs. No, I was literally doing <laughs> things while I was listening to it. Yeah, me too. Quick note about the demo part. I thought my phone stopped working. I was like, where, what, why can't I hear it anymore? Yeah. Then I was like, oh no, this is just, okay. Anyways, um, during the whole Taylor part, I literally was like, this is the kind of music literally that you play like at some hipster fair trade coffee place mm-hmm. and it's like yeah our modern day equivalent of elevator music because they don't really mm-hmm. play music in elevators anymore yeah but i'm like they play this music like i said in like a coffee shop because yeah. it's like unobtrusive and like yeah it's not unpleasant to listen to but it's also not like wow i really like this and it's going to distract me from the conversation that i'm supposed to be having yeah yeah you know what i mean so like it's nice background music if you're just vibing yeah don't care about your day i feel like it would be good music like to focus to like if you needed to like focus on doing a task and you needed to like drown out the sounds of like your neighbor mowing the lawn and the Mm. kid next door crying and like whatever you could just put this on and it wouldn't be a distraction yeah it Mm. wouldn't wouldn't stop to be like everybody you know yeah 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 i I gotta i gotta stop and do a dance break or like sing along you're not gonna do that right but it's not unpleasant to the ear Mm. it's not like oh god what is this i have to turn it off yeah yeah it's just calming yeah okay that's a good that's a yeah positive yeah, that's comment. Good. Calming. yeah. calming calming mm. okay calming is good very good on to truth yes okay so truth i wrote <laughs> the truth to decide, so i'm just gonna read the other guy's thing um i would say and again i could have just been in a bad mood at this point i thought these were very slow and depressing yeah mm. and i was just like this is painful and i have to listen to 13 more songs yeah is mm. what my stress so anyways uh this this art this riff magazine guy said rambling heart and truth are lean heavier into a focused acoustic singer songwriter vibe so that's exactly 
on what Diane said. The Tom Petty connection may not be entirely unfounded as Hanson is collaborating with Jim Scott, who worked with both Petty and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. David Graza produced the album and he's done Fiona Apple and stuff. So I don't know. The truth is I was not a fan of these first few songs. So there we go. Same. So, do you have anything for truth, Lydia? For truth, I have very slow. Uh, nothing can set you free like a little bit of truth. It was very poetic, but that's yeah. it. Mm. Which is not something I normally like. Is Same. that kind of yeah. like more like, I'm not saying Euro beats, but obviously Euro beats yeah. are better than yes. So, um, I just put like not bad. Um, like it could be worse. I didn't. I didn't fast forward to this one, so that's a plus. I didn't fast forward. So. Did you fast forward the other ones? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry, the chair. Sorry. All right. Uh, D. We're all about truth here, as the song That's goes. That's true. I was cooking eggs while I was listening to it, and it didn't offend me. All Good right. song to cook eggs to. See, there you go. We're all about the truth. There you go. So the next See? song is We Belong Together. And I was like, we belong together. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be a good one because this is usually what happens, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I This is where at, I wrote, it picked up at the end because I felt like I was still zoned out. But then I felt like it kind of the pace kind of picked up at the end. I was like, okay, this is getting better. Um, this guy says, We Belong Together builds from an energetic acoustic stomper and grows into a soaring sing-along that feels uplifting and anth anthematic, which I guess is true, because at the end, because I also noticed that it picks up at the end, if you listen to the entire song and didn't skip, Sophia. <laughs> Lydia? I listened to that part, so yes, I did hear I that like, part. That was was kind of breaking me out of my funk. I was like, okay, all right, maybe this is not all super depressing singer-songwriter. Maybe it's getting, maybe this album will get a bit better. And at this point, then I realized, oh, I think this is separated into different albums. I didn't even catch those separated okay. into different artists. Yeah. Um, for We Belong Together, I wrote, it's okay. And then I wrote like two lyrics that popped out. It's like, all this living has been taking your life and feeling low because you fell off course. I'm like, yeah, yeah, same, same, Taylor, same. <laughs> Anyways, but that's, yeah, that's it for me. So... I wrote, I can't get into this song. And then I wrote, oh, at least the end is good. Laws. Because it is over. <laughs> fair, fair. I just thought it picked up. And at that point, I was like, okay, I can kind of like sing along and shit. I don't know. Diane. Um, don't blow dry your hair while you're listening to this one. Because <laughs> apparently you miss the end, which is the best part. <laughs> I missed the end too. I didn't even catch it. I think I oh my it. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your tips, Diane. Okay. All right. So the next song is called... I mean, you know what's funny is it's called Semi Hollow, but then I, I put Semi Heart because there were so many other heart ones. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, how many heart songs do they have? And I was like, nope, I'm an idiot. It's hollow. Um, so this one I said had an. Um, so actually, this one is also written by Taylor. I thought this was the start of the Isaac section, but I guess this is still Taylor. Um, so it's written and produced by Taylor, Jim, and David. Um, and I wrote upbeat intro. Uh, it kind of sounded, I know this is going to sound stupid, but it kind of sounded like school band instruments, like the, <laughs> like making these noises and like, you know, like, oh, I'm playing the, I don't know if it was like that one the triangle drum or the triangle, like the one where you have that like ball on the end of your 
of your drumstick. It was like, like, I don't know. It kind of okay. like a weird thing. Okay. It, it just kind of reminded me of school. Not that we had instruments. In no, nah, we weren't. Yeah. But like a middle school, but I don't know. And then I was just like, maybe a school with then, funding did. And then I was just like, is there no lyrics to this song? <laughs> I know. A minute in, I there know. was still no lyrics. Yeah. And then mm. a minute 10 is when it started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also wrote, ooh, ooh, harmonizing. <laughs> so there, I guess there was some harmonizing with ooh, ooh. And, uh, and then I wrote, I like the instruments because there's a lot really of. Really pulling the teeth of trying to find something good to say. <laughs> I actually no, I like the song and I put a star beside it. Oh, so, uh, oh, okay. This sorry, sorry. says semi hollow wraps up on a bluesy high note that fuses a Paul Simon meets Grateful Dead. God bless these people who write this shit. Yeah, like I know. Like, At least they're out. getting paid to write about this yeah, review. That's true. That's but true. I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of different, and maybe because it was no longer like slow ass boring like whatever it was kind of like picking up so i was like okay there's some sort of like like a rainfall i don't know it was just it sounded like instruments i was i was distracted instruments were made instruments had sounds i know nothing about things anyways that that was my note so i did write notes okay good all right i wrote this sounds happier than you'd think given the title of the song which is why i thought it was called semi heart yeah yeah (laughs) And and i wrote very long intro and yeah, i had i had the timestamp of 107 but i think you're yeah, right 107 109 is when yeah it and i'm like it was okay that's it for me so okay um i just wrote <laughs> i just wrote not bad i wanted to be a little bit nicer because i feel like i was very mean the other one so i was like all right let's give it a chance it's not um bad. so i put not bad fair so excellent d um Bad. I also thought this was the start of a new section. I'm like, oh, okay, we're in a new section of the album now. Yeah. Because um, it definitely sounds very different than the other four songs, although during the hair drying, I missed the minute of musical intro that was yeah. apparently so interesting. <laughs> it was, uh, I was like, oh, I like this. And then after like, after like 30, 40 seconds, I was like, ooh, is there no words? And yeah. then it just kept going. Um, so I also thought this was the part, start of the, I guess, Isaac section, but apparently not. So best of the Taylor songs. Way to go. <laughs> Semi-hollow, baby. All right. All uh, right. Next. Next song is Greener Pastures. So this is the start of the Isaac section. Green. Oh, get I didn't it? think of that. Yes. So he. This is the green part of the album. So this is. Oh, interesting. Not written by Isaac. Would you like to know who it's written by? Uh, You're not going to guess. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. <laughs> really? Do you really think? No, he would. That would have been hilarious. We would have noticed. We would have well, noticed. My friends, yeah. This is written by. The Frankie Jonas of Hanson. This is written by Mac Hanson. Who? Wow. Mac is their younger brother. So there, I believe there's like eight kids or something. There's a lot of kids in the Jonas. There's girls too. I don't oh, Hanson. know. Hanson in Hanson. So, but Isaac, Zach Taylor were Hanson, the band. And then they had a younger brother named Mac. Oh. Mackenzie, I guess. I did not I know. know that. I uh, this is Mac wrote it, and it was produced by Jim Scott, David Garza, and then Isaac Hansen. Okay, this one. So uh, he produced it, but he did not write it. Oh, okay. Uh, my notes, great. I said Isaac heavy, and then I was just like, I think 
think I've ever really noticed Isaac's voice before, but I definitely knew it wasn't Taylor. And I was like, I hope it's Isaac because this is what it sounds like. Uh, I said it had like a nice melody and song. I said it had a good beat. My bro over here at Riff Magazine says, <laughs> bro. nothing about it. I don't, oh, yes, he did. Isaac's green. Uh, the overall mood doesn't change dramatically, but there's more of an intimate and vintage sound. The green tracks are more vocal forward, letting the band harmonies carry the way over instrument instrumentation. Greener Pastures is a slick mid-tempo bop with plenty of green wordplay and some smooth bluesy guitar playing, which I do agree. There was some like green words mm. in there and stuff for sure. So, yeah. Like that one. <laughs> I wrote, it was okay. Very slow. Really? I thought it was like kind of like good. It this wasn't one like was more the Isaac section's a little bit more, yeah, mm. less depressing. Yes, it, the whole album was yikes. Mm. But uh, so go ahead. Um, so I wasn't sure that this was a new section because they all sounded the same. Yeah. Um, a good try to do something different. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. B. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, this is different. Um, I'll say this again, not for me. Yeah, not for me. But, um, if you like sort of a Bruce Springsteen, Sean Mendes, not the super poppy, poppy Sean Mendes, like the other. Oh. Singer songwriters, Sean Mendes. If you like that kind of vibe, you would probably like this section. I feel yeah. like it has that mm -hmm. sort of oh, I'm an American blue collar worker man. Is this the song that also has children in it at the end? Uh, no, that's the next one. That's the next one. Okay, yeah. well. Yes. All right, so greener pastures. We'd all like to move on through. I also put a star <laughs> there. I thought that actually, I thought even though it was still slow, like the it wasn't depressing slow like the Taylor section. I, yes. I don't know. It just maybe I was just in a better mood when I was listening to it. I don't know. So there you go. All right, so the next song is called "Write You a Song." Uh, <laughs> that was written by David Gerza, Isaac Hansen, and P. McDonald. I don't know what the P stands for. Uh, it was produced by, so everything is produced by Jim Scott and David Gerza, but also Isaac did this one as well. So I said, write you a song, has an upbeat start. I was, I was sitting on the edge of my bed and I was tapping my foot along to the song. So I was like, I put foot tapping. Wonderful. Uh, foot tapping. So it says, write you a, so one of the lyrics, I wonder if, oh, actually, I guess I can look up the real, but the lyric was something along the lines of, I want to write you a song, something sweet that you can hum along to. And I was like, well, yes, I would hum along to this. Um, essentially, I've always wanted someone to write me a song. Yeah. I had mm -hmm. some high hopes just based on the title. It didn't exactly go sound wise where I thought it would go, but I was like, yeah, this is like a nice little, like, I'm going to write you a song. You're going to remember me, all this other stuff. It was cute. Um, and then at the very end, they do have some kids kind of like <clears throat> singing the last line and like whatever. And I'm like, oh, cute kids, whatever. Um, kids, whatever. <laughs> it's, no, no, nice. Uh, the gentleman only wrote acoustic ballads, write you a song, and no matter the reason, slow things down, but also. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it does. I focused on the singing. I thought, I thought it was a good song. I also put another star there. So there you go. 
All right. So this uh, is a good star section. For oh me. wow! I mean, did, You're I, liking that one. So that's good. I'm like, you good. stars like like and then more I, than three. I, no, I only gave three. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but I was just like, it made me like wonder if I was sleeping on Isaac before, or if it just not, or if I've just become old and now I Isaac appeals to me. I don't know, but I just thought it was a good section. So there you go. Um, okay, so yes, uh, for a Write You a Song, this is very Isaac Ike-heavy. Um, it's kind of upbeat, not bad. Um, okay, I just need to talk about this. Okay, the, vi- the, vi- the video is about, like, a having a dad date. And... Oh, there's a video for this one? Yeah, yeah, you oh, didn't see it? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Ike taking his little girl out on, like, okay. Okay, I'd, let me explain this North American trait, because I don't know if it's, this is just something in North America, or, okay. Yeah, it's it like when a big. dad takes his little daughter on a date and like buys her flowers and opens doors it's like and like the expectation is like i'm showing you what a man's supposed to be like so that when you do get ready to date these are the expectations that you are like the minimum expectations that and i'm just like i want to like puke a bit in my mouth because i'm just like i'm like because I know they don't I mean it. They don't mean I it know they don't mean it sexually, but I'm just like, eh. I like, are those parents who like kiss their children on the lips? I'm like, mm. eh. like I want to like die a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, and we're, I'm, we're Italian. Maybe it's because we maybe think we're of our, Italian. Our own dad, because you want to date with like, dad. Oh my god, <laughs> I just go dance with dad at my grade eight graduation, and I wanted to die. Because what's the bad? What's the this? I'm just like, dad, just shut up. Oh my god. So like, I don't know if that's just like it's weird. I don't know. Maybe just people have better relationships with their dads (laughs) but again and again and i know i know (laughs) these things are not supposed to be sexual or anything but it just grosses me out and i know and if that's your culture that's what you do cool but it's just like Great that you spend time with your dad and stuff, but I just think it's the word. Maybe it's just the date word. Mm, like the dad date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, again, I, it's not like we go on dates and like bang something. It's not like that's. No, a thing. I, I know. just feel like just, it's like sitting. You know, no, when you go to prom or whatever, you have the flowers and like. So it's supposed to be very sweet I and showing your kid like we love you and all this other stuff. And, and this you, is how like this is like the level of respect you deserve. Love, it's love. Yeah, it's just like, like a man should be I just doing feel this for like you. Maybe I don't know. Our brains are. Just uh, we have know. fucked up relationships <laughs> with our dad, I guess, because um, ours is kind of like absent dad, and when he but is not, not really, absent, he's there. he's there being a goof. He's, so he's, um, I'm just he's like, he's definitely not like oh. a touchy feely fit, like feelings kind of dad. He's more like, hey, buddy, what do you want? That, that, that. So, so like, and like, just like the, like, I'm like, ah, and he yeah. obviously has never taken mom out on dates. No, ever, like so this I is all very. Also be weird. Like I feel like I am like. <laughs> A very so maybe if our person. dad was different, we'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's really sweet." That's and that's like, normal. That's so cute. Yes, it's just like because oh. I feel like there's something like our friend. I'm not going to say his name, but I feel like he would probably take his daughter out on little daddy daughter dates because. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like see, I know have, who you're talking about, yes. and I can see him doing that because that because is because that seems their like relationship, a cute family relationship, because like both parents are hands on parents right and that only child it. and stuff like that yeah Where our dad is more like yeah i'm going to work here's some money whatever right so <laughs> here's some money leave me alone on father's day <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um okay so, so like yeah like, i feel like i'm talking out of a place of like so, maybe neglect yeah, so and so, we have the same father obviously yeah. so i kind of understand where i 100 percent get where you're going from that okay but i just think it's weird i i don't get it so, and, yeah, so there you go i mean eventually when we have kids like maybe we'll be that kind of parent who's like hands on and be like this is what 
a date should be like but yeah just i did not i did not receive that experience so i didn't watch the video so maybe that's why the song like he's buying her macaroons and flowers he's opening the door they went bowling oh, like i'm like nice. it's cute it's cute. That's nice yeah, yeah. it's just yeah just, i guess i guess i'm a bit of a damaged person so i can't relate but uh the, the song was all right took you on dates guys i don't, I don't know. know did your dad yeah, did your dad take you on dates guys i don't know no maybe because like, like, we have european fathers maybe that's kind of could be i yeah. feel like not to I'll, I'll let you talk sophia but like i feel like just on this point that like European parents have a different sort of mentality when it comes to that. At least in my experience, I know mostly Italian people, but like, um, it's like, I'm your father. Look, I'm paying for this house that you live in and this food mm-hmm. that you're eating and I cut the lawn for you and I like give you money like, you. oh, here you go. That yeah. is some money yeah. and buy whatever you want. Why are you yeah. gonna go sleep over? You have a nice bed here. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. like I did all that for you, and that's how I show my love for you. We don't talk about love. We, I don't like. Yeah. I never called my dad and was like, "Love you." Like, I no, know. yeah, you yeah. know, um, the, the 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 hugging, like, yeah, all that, no. like, no, kiss on the cheek. Thanks for the twenty bucks. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just yeah, yeah. like, yeah, happy birthday. But it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. It wasn't like yeah. an affectionate yeah. thing. It was just yeah, here you go. Weird. This must be a North American mm-hmm. thing, then. Yeah, I feel like it's a white people thing. Maybe it's a white people thing. Yeah, not that we're not white, but like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. The first time I saw my my adult friend kiss his dad on the lips goodbye, I was like, it's weird. It's weird. That's it's like, very yeah, weird. Not like a hey, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like okay, but like we kiss on the cheek. Like we do yeah. cheek. Yeah, but that's about it. But again, we don't if do... you grew up that way, then that's yeah. No judgment here. No, no judgment. judgment, and that's that's your culture, and that's whatever. But yeah, it's just <laughs> weird to me. Sorry. Anyway, so Sophia, anyway, sorry. So back Sophia, to the actual it, song. No worries. No worries. I'm sorry to go on. The song is good. I liked the song, Sophia. I thought it was an okay song. Uh, better it's getting better so that's good improvement <laughs> okay T? i thought it was cute that he wrote a song for his kid slash maybe multiple children but at least one how, how nice for them yes yeah i'd like a, i'd like a dad who writes me music and gives me the publishing yeah, that would be nice yeah that'd be great mm-hmm. yeah all right moving along no matter the reason and this song we're at song number nine and we're almost an hour really gotta speed up the reviews yeah uh isaac and mac wrote this song and then obviously produced by the same people so no matter the reason i put lower oh slower sorry slower (laughs) said good voice uh then i had something about reasons for leaving or cut up in the reason instead of just letting go i said it was almost kind of calming i don't know it's just weird coffee shop vibes yeah that's what i got so i wrote very somber yes so i wrote boring song <laughs> yeah Keith? uh it's the worst of the isaac songs oh okay. my god all right chair number 10 all right next we got gift of tears <laughs> Written by David and Isaac, produced by the same guy. Oh, no, I'm laughing. Sorry. No, it's okay. I said the beginning of it sounded like something else. 
and then it kind of um i put wedding question mark and then it said like at one point it was like take a deep breath but he took a deep breath as he was singing that part and i was like <laughs> he's like take a deep breath and i'm like so i think it's a wedding song i don't and think so like mm. You know what I was it is a definitely not song. It is a. So I will tell like you the, nice the for a wedding or the things that I wrote down was what a beautiful night for forgiveness. Oh, and uh, and then I wrote again. It's just super somber. Um, I, I actually because the first line says, "What a beautiful night for a wedding." With your heart, it's like letting the love inside of you, and you know whatever. Anyway, so yes, I wrote it was okay. Like. That's all I wrote. It was okay. Gift of tears. Take it back. And all the hope is dead and gone. Pray on. Pray on. Oh, pray on. I don't remember that part. Okay. But uh, I was talking about how tears are good for you. Yeah. They so, can be, I guess. Which, yeah, I guess. If you're stressed mm -hmm. out, sometimes I cry. Things. It could be like therapeutic. Kind of yeah, thing. kind of like a therapeutic-y song. Mm -hmm. Do you um i think i thought this song and the last song were one song yeah um also i believe now that you guys are talking about some of the things i at one point thought is this song about jesus <laughs> and then uh yeah opening your heart and all that jazz yeah it would be all right uh next up in the isaac category we have oh track that? 11 Cold is this still isaac category uh, why did i think this was uh -huh. zach Okay, apparently this was written by David and Isaac and produced by things. So I thought this was the beginning of the Zach section. So apparently Same. I was wrong. Uh, so Cold as Ice, I said it was kind of like rock and blues. It's because it had so much drums at the beginning. And, yes. And, and uh, Zach is known for the drums. That's probably yeah, why. So maybe confusion. that's why I thought yeah. that. Um, and then I also wrote, she does all these things. Was Zach singing this song? Am I, I crazy? Why did I think this was Zach? I thought it was Zach too because it had um it had like the it vibes had, of like a rocky vibe. It sounded like speechless on the middle nowhere yes, album. Yes, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So funny. uh anyways, that she does all these things. She walks on wire water, she plays with fire, whatever. <laughs> uh, and that's what he loves. She's one hot mama and I love her, but she's cold, cold as ice, and like I was just like then I was thinking like cool as ice. Everything would be all right. And yes, like, I know that I kept the mm. guy your song. She's yeah. Like, yeah, so I don't know. I thought it was I, I wrote not bad. I'm just curious. All right. I gave all my thoughts, so if you want to go on yours. I wrote not good LOL. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is still Isaac, yeah. Because the other guy said it's a funky percussive percussive jam with an infusion of soul. A fun romp and one of the high points of the record, apparently, according to this gentleman. Oh, I. Adding a little bit of Stevie Wonder and Paul Simon. Ah. I was like, okay. I, I honestly, I thought it was the start of the Zach, so apparently I'm incorrect. Dee, what are your thoughts? I also thought it was the beginning of the Zach, which makes sense because we thought that the whatever hollow one was part of the Isaac, so that tracks. Mm. Um it definitely has a funky more funky vibe than all the all the songs prior to it mm -hmm. um uh, you know what of all the songs i listened to this was probably one of my top three mm. yeah okay it's pretty oh. good. It, wasn't, it wasn't bad it was 
I wrote not bad. Speaking of not bad, now we're we're going into the number twelve. Uh, what's his name? Oh my god, the Zach Hansen section, the blue section. So uh, the blue is a more contemporary, taking from the same Americana backbone and mixing in pop, rock, and alt country. This gentleman says, bad is a slick toe tapper that mixes some light keys to an organic sound. I wrote, not great. <laughs> and then I was like, I bet you think you're bad. And then I wrote, ooh, oh, which I guess they do a bunch of that as well. I was just like, eh, eh. I wrote the same quote. I bet you think you're bad. And I'm like, it's dot, 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 not bad. It's like, it wasn't bad. But it wasn't great. It wasn't so. great. Thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Oh my God. That's so funny. And I wrote, this one was not bad. LOL. Ah. <laughs> so good. D. Um, I definitely think I, before Chinzy even said that, I was thinking when I was listening, oh, this one's maybe a little poppy. Like of all the songs I heard, this is probably the most poppy song. Um, also pretty good, but still confuses me that Cole. Anyways, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, because um, I feel like wrong. Anyways, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, again, probably one of the better songs on the entire album. Mm, okay, all right. All right, so the next song up is... 13. 13, and it is called World Goes Around, which sounds weird. Uh, this is Zach, and then, yeah, so so he wrote this one. I wrote, it's kind of catchy. That's all I have for that one. I didn't really write anything. I, I was wrote, taking a shower at that time. So. Okay, I wrote, <laughs> sounds like a hype song. It's not bad. It's okay. Sounds kind of like the other songs on this album. Okay, fair enough. I wrote not good. Yeah. Uh, um, am I the only one who got kind of a country vibe in this area? Yeah, no, yeah, maybe. I feel like we went a little bit more towards a country vibe. Could be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I honestly tell you the truth. I don't really remember this one as much. I was putting on makeup at this time. <laughs> Maybe your troubles got the best of you. God knows the punishment doesn't always fit the crime. Sometimes you don't even know your best won't do. At the end of the road. Yeah, this sounded um, like a country song to me. So yeah, so the world goes around. Everything mm -hmm. changes. We start again. So, okay. So it kind of has a good message. Yeah, it could sounds like it. Yeah, that sounds very country. Kind of a bit of a country there. Yep. Oh, shizzle. All right, so uh, next song is Wake Up, and I had to listen to this again. <laughs> wake up, it's not good. So, wake up, wake, wake up, up on a Saturday night. night. Not that song. Not Hillary Duff. Nope. Oh, um, so I, okay. I wrote slow AF, and then I said get back together, question mark, because I think that's what the song is about, them getting back together eventually if he wakes up from something i don't know Coma. because i kind of zoned out Hold on. <laughs> i'm thinking about you every night you're not with me um i'm dreaming that someday you'll be right here in my arms when i wake up so it's like kind of like i want you back type of a song except not as good yes well yes <laughs> i wrote meh that's it so um, I wrote not good lol. These songs sound so similar. Yes, they do. I know. D. I really stopped caring at this point. 
All right. So the Riff Magazine fellow says the acoustic ballads World Goes Round and Wake Up are slower, but don't sound as roots as the previous section. I guess the songs are intricate and well-crafted, showcasing the Ernst songwriting. I was like, okay. Okay. Next song is uh, Don't Let Me Down. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out here and assume that it's also written by Zach, but let me just double check. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is written by Zach. Yeah. Uh, this gentleman says the fist pumping Don't Let Me Down is probably the most rock track on the entire album. And for good reason, it features Shine Down guitarist Zach Myers. Oh, that's who he is. Uh, I wrote, <clears throat> it had a very like, 80s movie vibe yeah like and maybe that's because i also saw the music video Same. um mm. but it kind of had it kind of made me think of like the karate kid or something it kind of had like a like you know like don't let me know like, like a month sounded kinda. like an 80s rock kind of song if you've watched the music video they're at like a gym and they have all the big like muscles and stuff all and, the hansen tattoos that was yes really cute. and they're just like you know facing off you got a lot of testosterone and stuff so um which yeah, it's cheesy and kind of funny, but yeah, it was it was okay. It kind of had that whole vibe to it, so that's where. Yeah, I'm Zach's very into the cheese. Yeah, he definitely is. It was a very this was a very Zach signature type song. Yeah, sure. I said the music video was uh, dot 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 interesting. I love all the Hanson tattoos. Frankie Muniz is also there. Oh yes, mm. I forgot about that. And then the recurring character from the Child at Heart music video. He's there with like the roses, and then he gets hit by a by a lone weight, which is really bizarre. Uh, Zach is buff and wearing like a fake muscle suit and little mustaches, right? And then uh, I'm like, it's so confusing. I'm like, '80s rock is kind of fun. That's yeah, that's me. So um, I wrote this song is good. Finally, one out of sixteen upbeat. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the most rock. Mm. I agree with that. Um, yeah. But I couldn't stop thinking about that Chainsmoker song. Ooh, and mm. this ain't that. What Chainsmoker song? Don't let me down. Don't yes. Let me yeah. down, down, yes. Down. That's right. This has laid me down. I, I know that. But mm-hmm. anyways, that's just what I thought of. Mm. Mm. Alrighty, oh, guys. So we've awesome. made it to the last song. Saying where, where I you... belong. Uh, Zach Hansen, our gentleman at Riff Magazine, says it is a soft and airy ballad, piano-driven track that offers the most throwback sound on the record. Uh, then he his thing is like the album is throwback to what? Throwback sound. I don't know. Uh, to like instrumental and fun. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. The band has been getting it done for. So night. what does he mean? I don't know. Okay, Throwback to when they were in caves making music. I don't know. Down urethral kind of like uh, like like fucking angels and shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was like kind of, at one point they're like you mean urethral, not urethral. Yeah. Yeah. Urethral is like <laughs> your, <laughs> yes, that's sorry. Yes, that one. The one about like yes, yes, Diane. I cannot. I will not say the name again, but that is exactly i was just like what the fuck i listened to it twice i was like this is terrible like it sounded it sounded nice like the sounds but it was boring and slow and at one point they said somewhere i thought it was over the rainbow it said under the rainbow i was just like what the fuck are you talking about man i was just like what is this i'm like why is this song and then i was just like 
And then the next song that played was really good. And I was like, yeah. And then I realized it wasn't dancing. The playlist was over. <laughs> the playlist was over. And it was like, <laughs> and then the second time I'm like shit I gotta re-listen to this song so I re-listened again I had the same and then the next song was O-Town and it was I'm like yeah and I was just like no nope, wait wait still Damn not it. this album so sorry Zach not a huge fan but oh my god that's amazing it sounded nice it's just not a song that I belong where I belong to listen to because it was just yeah mm. Oh god, it was just like <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. okay. Um, I wrote it was a very pretty song. And then I wrote now now that I, I can't remember it, it sounds like love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. But I know they said it in like a nicer way. Love me, love me, love me. Like it's like love me, love me, love me. <laughs> but they're like it seems like i know but it's not that one. Um uh, it's kind of like if you're like prancing around in a forest. Yes. Uh, In like a poofy dress, sipping tea, like very cottage core vibes is what I got. Okay. Yeah. That's my, yeah. All right. So, because it's like, let me float away. I don't want to search all my days for love, loving. Okay. There you go. That's what you're talking about. No, the trade bitter tears for honey. I don't Trading know. tears for honey. I was looking to say, I don't know. Okay, so then cottage score, right? Yes. Yeah, I'd like, I can <laughs> picture them the like, in, a, in a forest with fairies and stuff. Yeah. And just like oh, prancing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, okay. Love the prancing. Sophia? I wrote, it is finally over. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Here's what I thought. I thought good night, and then I thought <laughs> that I was like, oh, so they start with some Taylor ones, and then we have some Isaac ones, and then we have some Zach ones, and then this is we finish with a Taylor. I one. thought this was also a Taylor one. True, that's true. So I feel like this, you know, they broke apart, but then they come back together, and maybe that's intentional. Maybe like the songs are supposed to blend because the transition mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Like there's supposed to be transitional songs where like this one's a little bit Taylor and a little bit Isaac and this one's a little bit Isaac and a little bit Zach and this one's a little bit Zach and a little bit Taylor. Like maybe that was intentional. Maybe if you're playing it on repeat, you're going to start the Mm -hmm. Taylor section again and there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Maybe the hardcore Hanson fans are like, yeah, obviously they did that. Duh. And we're just stupid. But... Um, the possibility, yeah. yeah. Don't hate us, handsome fans. <laughs> this at least we listened to it. Meant for us. I would repeating what I said at the start. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, sorry. It's what was your thoughts on where I, where I belong? Who me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you already say it? Yeah, she just said it. Okay, I thought, you, I thought you were like as a whole, like well, yeah, no, no. Did. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it. Sorry, she said it sounded more like the Taylor song. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not urethral, urethral. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So um, I'm kind of scared to ask, but does anybody have top three songs on this? I'm going to tell you mine while you think. I wrote uh, in no particular order: "Semi Hollow," "Greener Pastures," and "Write You a Song." Those were my favorite ones, and apparently, one Taylor and two Isaacs. And then, yeah, I guess "Don't Let Me Down" wasn't bad it was i don't know it was just i wrote down um i the the first one child at heart then i did don't let me down and then i meant where i belong that's my top three and then i have some thoughts i want to share later okay 
Sophia, um, top three. It was very hard to pick anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to say the ones that were not bad are in the top three, which were, oh, I did like um, Don't Let Me Down. So I'll put that one as one. And the one that was not bad that I wrote was bad. That one was not bad. So that's two. And then, um, Semi Hollow will be number three because I also wrote Not Bad for that one, I believe. Yes. There you go. It's a good song. Deep. Instruments. Um, Cold as Ice and Bad were the two that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess, I don't know if I liked Semi Hollow or it was just like after the first four songs, it was such a welcome change that you're like, oh, okay, so I'll put that as number three. Mm-hmm. All right. And you said you had some closing some thoughts. thoughts. I'm like, I miss Pop Hansen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get what they're trying to do. The sobering truth is very healing, but it's also a little bit depressing. Like, um, I'm like, they're very like, I feel like they're more millennial poets mm-hmm. than than you know pop singers. You know what I mean? Holy um, shit. Okay, sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like very experimental funk country acoustic, kind of a mishmash of everything. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I'm like, this would be a good album when you're going down into a depression spiral and it's coming along for the ride. Uh, I'm like, 16 tracks is way too much for an album. 12 max. People have a short attention span. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that, that's all my notes. Anyone right. else want to share yeah. stuff? No, I started in the beginning. I thought the same. Like, 16 is too many songs. 12 is, I think, the the best number. Yeah, even 12 is starting to get to be a lot. Because, like, I know a lot of yeah. people, like, even, like, BTS, they do, like, six on an album. Six is not enough for an album. That's I know, but it's, like, but they're all bangers. So you're, like, mm. I'll kill but or no filler, what right? I will say about True. this is that this definitely shows that they do have good vocals and yeah. they go, they're very good at harmonizing. No question. And obviously they're playing their instruments and stuff like that. So I do agree that they are, are good at that. And obviously that's why they've been making music for over 30 years because they can do that. So I think it was a kind of a cool idea for a project to kind of like mm-hmm. be solo, but not be solo. But yeah. So, you know, it's always good to try. Well, things. good for them. You know, yeah. the fans probably loved it. So more power to everyone. And good job. They're just so woke. I just want to have fun. I just want to feel the tingle in the bingle. That's all I want. Okay. I think also I, around this so time real. too, right? It's so yeah. sad nowadays that yeah. you want to be like uplifted kind of thing. Yeah, you know, that yeah. would be really nice. Life is already shitty as is. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to just kind of like have like some sort of like BTS dynamite. You're like, yeah, life is dynamite. Dance around. Yeah, like I don't know. Just for me, this was like a bit of a you know, you know, downer. you know, a downer. Mm-hmm. You, do you remember that like stupid uh, Debbie Downer from SNL? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt <laughs> for me personally. All right. All right. Well, my. Pa- did Diane just freeze? And oh, she sure pause. did. Oh my god! Oh no! I think, was, I think she was about to say, say my, my power is yes. going out. So I just want to say we got like a little like thing pop up saying emergency. There's a thunderstorm coming. So maybe that's what it is. Okay. okay. But if you are not watching this on YouTube, you really need to go. 
Coming oh, Diane just messaged us in the chat. Her power just went out. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's... Sorry, dude. Okay. All right. So I guess we'll. <laughs> <laughs> frame is too much, man. I love it. She, I love it she so looks much. Terrifying. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. We lost her. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. If you're not watching that, like the Diane. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So uh, now I now I've totally forgotten how we end this. <laughs> Thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.